You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But let's look to the slate of games for tomorrow, PJ, and let's just dive right into it. Let's do it. Until I hear that music in my ear, I guess I got to put my headphones back on. Until I hear that music playing, I want to talk about college football from top to bottom. What we got? Five, six games tomorrow? One, two, One, two three, three, four, four five. What did 21 Savage say? Seven yeah, M's in my bank six, account. Six games. Okay, we've got six games. Let's start. At BetMGM right now. Tomorrow, Tennessee. Yep. Are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only. Okay. Uh, Tennessee, 35 and a half point favorite tomorrow. Minus 110. The total in in uh, that game, small, small number. 66 and a half points. They're trying to tell you tomorrow, you should see a lot of points on the board at 7 o'clock. Minus 10,000 to back Tennessee, plus you get 33 to 1 odds for Ball State to pull off an upset against Tennessee uh, at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. What are we doing in Tennessee, Ball State, if anything? So, Quentin, Ball State, since 2006, they are 18 and 6 against the spread versus Power 5 opponents. Ball State, since 2006, is what? 18, 18 and 6, six against the spread versus Power, Power 5. So, the when they you know. play Power 5 teams, man, they get up for them. Um, so that's a nugget you might want to consider. Ball State last season, they averaged 24 points per game. So obviously when you're looking at this over-under of 66.5, you would think that Tennessee's probably going to get in the 40s, maybe the 50s. But their defense is pretty good, man. Tennessee, Quinton, I really think they have a shot at finishing second in the SEC East this year. We know Georgia's going to win the East. But you look at the battle for second, Kentucky, Tennessee, maybe Florida, maybe South Carolina. I think it's going to be Tennessee, though. When I look at Bama's schedule, the game that worries me most for Bama is their game at Tennessee. I think mm-hmm. they're the team that can give them most problems. That offense, I didn't think the Josh Heupel hire made sense when they did it, but turned out, man, his offense is there, the real deal. He's got a quarterback in Hendon Hooker that runs it really well. I lean Ball State plus 35 and a half just because my God, that's a lot of points in the first game. You got to remember, there are no preseason games in college football. Tennessee's offense is such a timing offense. It's rhythm. So that's that's something that I keep in mind. If I had a play, it'd probably be Ball State plus 35 and a half, but I really don't like anything in this well, one. Well, PJ, I don't think this line is big enough. I'm not really? going to lie to you. Ball State, cute, cute, and cute. <laughs> and I'm talking like last year, they finished six and seven. Forget about last year. I just want to talk about this. Tennessee's offense, like you've already said, ridiculous. They set a school record, single-season school record last year. 511 points, 67 touchdowns. Ridiculous. They're one of just four FBS teams that average 39 points per game, and they return their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. All that being said, I look at the other side and I say, well, what does Ball State have to work with this year? Oh, their quarterback playing in his first ever start for Ball State, <laughs> has to travel to Tennessee. No shot that happens, oh, bro. Rocky top. Oh, my. And just oh, take the Rocky points top. with Tennessee. I don't care if it's 60 live. I take the 60 live. He's only thrown 34 passes in four years there. 
Peyton Manning water, is boy. not walking through that door. Give me Ball State. Give me Tennessee, man. They got P.J. Glasser out here <laughs> playing quarterback tomorrow. And P.J. Uh, wants me to take the points oh, for Ball man. State. I'll show you. Never mind. West Virginia, Pittsburgh, your favorite game tomorrow. Or one of your favorite games. Yeah, this is, this is a great one. I'm glad the backyard brawl is such a great rivalry. I'm glad this is renewed. Give me West Virginia plus seven at plus oh, 100. The points with the dog? JT Quentin, Daniels got you feeling nasty? We're getting a big-time rivalry game. I got Keaton Slovis, the Pittsburgh quarterback, saying, F West Virginia today. I mean, I want no part of Pittsburgh. They got all these expectations on them right now with what Kenny Pickett did last year and Narduzzi and this defense. It's a whole new team. Kenny Pickett was phenomenal. Have you seen him play in the preseason? He's the real deal. Slovis transferred for a reason, okay? Whoa, I, I, whoa, whoa. I'm not, Slovis slander is not going to be necessarily Slovis allowed Slovis is a good here. quarterback. Slovis can turn himself into he's like a good a, quarterback. A he's not Caleb Williams, and that's why he transferred, because he's not a Lincoln-Riley guy. No, he's but not. JT Daniels is starting in West Virginia. He showed some flashes at Georgia. But all this comes down to, it's the fact that it's a rivalry game. I'm getting a touchdown. Give me West Virginia. Yeah, it has to be West Virginia. I feel like, especially with Slovis out here dropping the app bomb. Now, this is, Got like you to. said, I don't like game. that. This is the 77th time these two teams have faced off, of course, in the backyard brawl. They're yeah. sep- or not 77 times, excuse me. They're separated by 77 miles, but they played a ton of games. Um, I look at Pitt, man, though. Although they lost Kenny Pickett and Jordan Addison, they returned 14 of their 22 starters. And like you said, Slovis, like I believe, has a potential, has a potential to turn himself into an early first-round draft pick. But West Virginia and JT Daniels, I think, might be the player. Dude, that F bomb, it never goes in your favor. You should not have done that. No, you can't. Not before a no. rivalry no. game. If it's against Randolph Macon College, <laughs> the Yellow Jackets, F them. If it's against the fighting PJ Flex and Glassers, you could probably say that too. Probably could. You can't say it no. against the, the West Virginia Mountaineers. Not only laying a touchdown. Come on, it's a rivalry game. Even the played, first game of the year. Right, you haven't even played a game yet for Pitt. Slovis, we don't even know if you're really that. the guy there. God, I hope he throws three picks tomorrow. He might. And still cover the seven. <laughs> Watch what happens. <laughs> Fade us. We've, we're not known tonight. Can't happen again tomorrow, can it? Uh, Central Michigan against Oklahoma State tomorrow. Uh, Central Michigan, a 21.5 point favorite. Uh, no, Oklahoma State, excuse me, a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. Any plays for you on that one? So this is an interesting game. Central Michigan's head coach, people might remember him who followed college football, Jim McElwain. He was at Florida for a little mm-hmm. bit. He was Bama's offensive coordinator. He was at Colorado State. Now he's at Central Michigan. He's turned them into one of the better teams in the MAC the last few years. And, Quentin, Oklahoma State in season openers the last couple years, last year they were 33-and-a-half-point favorites against Missouri State, only one by seven. The year before that, they played a Tulsa team that wasn't very good. They won 16-7. to mm. So I'm expecting an ugly, low-scoring game tomorrow. I like the under plus 57.5, and, and I think if you like a side, I'd take Central Michigan. All right, let's keep it moving so we can get out of here in time to make everyone happy like the sponsors out there. Purdue, Penn State, Sean Clifford, old. Penn State, <laughs> minus 175 favorites tomorrow. They're also 3.5-point favorites in the game. 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern tip. Or kickoff, 53.5 is the total. Little Birdie out there is telling me Purdue is 8-3 against the spread as a home underdog since 2018, PJ. Is that enough for you to pull the trigger on the Boilermakers, or are you going with the Lions? Q, this is my favorite bet of Thursday. Purdue plus 3.5. All right, let's go Penn State. 3.5 tomorrow is what I, <laughs> what I just heard. This, we got to fade ourselves here. But I like that play, PJ. And yeah. you know we're in, we're in lockstep there. A uh, couple more, few more. Louisiana Tech, Missouri. Anything in that one for you? Mizzou, 20.5-point favorite. Or New Mexico State, Minnesota. That's a 36.5-point spread. So, Missouri La Tech is going to be a pass. Missouri's not going to be very good. Connor Basilak, their starter last year, he's off to Indiana. 
if Missouri's laying 20 and a half against La Tech, La Tech must not be very good. Yeah. So I don't want any play in that one. Minnesota, New Mexico State, Quentin, what's fascinating about this game, Minnesota is 36 and a half point favorites. Last year, they scored more than 37 points in just one game. That's ridiculous. That's it. And they're laying 36 and a half. The most points they won a game by last year was 27. So I don't know whether to think like, does Vegas know something I don't? Does BetMGM know something I don't? New Mexico State stinks. They played awful against Nevada, but I just can't lay that with Minnesota. I can't. PJ, what about the under on the total before that number goes down even more? It's 52 and a half. Minus minus 110, excuse me, juice to the under. Uh, I just think the under is the play. I think both offenses will have a little issue trying to get some continuity. You got... uh, you know, quarterback battle that's going on. You got freshman faces and new faces all over the place. I think the under might be the play. Small, though, and maybe even a live opportunity to jump on Mexico State. I might go with the dogs. That's a big spread tomorrow. 